हेलो एंड वेलकम टू परी मैच न्यूज वीकली पॉडकास्ट आई एम योर होस्ट सार्थक कारखानिस एंड आई एम योर आफ्टर इंग्लैंड्स एम्फैटिक विक्ट्री इन द फर्स्ट टेस्ट इन चेन्नई I have with me a guest who will like himself to be called a cricket fan, Gurkeerit Singh Gill. Hi, Gurkeerit. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Thank you for having me here, Sathak. Always good to talk cricket. Always up for it, regardless yeah. of what time the day it is. Yeah, what timing the day it is, and what the result is as well. As England have literally pulled off an upset in the first test against India, they have registered a 227 run victory. Your thoughts on that, Gurkeerit? Uh, credit goes to England without a doubt. But uh, I think India, India also sort of helped them, and uh, luck played a part. Where, uh, it's very important for visiting teams to uh, you know sort of win the toss and get into a position. Uh, to dominate england won the toss they got themselves into the position also like i said they were helped by india and with the luck i don't think any single wicket that fell on the third day any single indian wicket that fell on the third day was to a was was to a wicket taking delivery and uh, they were obviously helped with the dismissal of pujara i mean the ball on which pujara got out most batsmen don't get out it's, it it will give you a dismissal probably one in 100 times or one in 1000 also again uh then uh, ajinkya rahane getting caught the way he, he got out so uh, yeah i mean they were a little unlucky but they also didn't bat as well as they could have despite you know england putting 570 odd on the board i i think that india should have still put up 400 on the board take take a lot more time out of this test match because uh, i remember very clearly watching the 2013 test match in chennai uh, uh, against australia so uh, at that the pitch that was there in that test match you know had more turn and bounce than what this pitch had on even day 3 day 4 so it was not a pitch where india should have lost 20 wickets i still maintain that despite you know uh, how india got all out on uh, day 5 and anderson bowling well along with leach india should india should have been able to draw this test match i genuinely feel that yeah you touched upon a lot of points there gurkeerat which we will be discussing over the next few minutes and that in itself i'll start with the toss uh, it it doesn't happen that india uh, it doesn't happen that visiting teams do come here and um, register a victory like england did today so toss literally plays a massive role but then you have to take into consideration how india have only lost four out of the last 50 matches played at home so the, roughly their record has been fantastic even when they have lost the toss so do you think the toss played a very was a very big factor considering the result of this test or was it just luck and the application with jorut showed on day 1 and day 2 it wasn't a very big factor but it was a big factor uh, because uh, last time also england came to india won four tosses but they lost three of those test matches but uh, like i said they they've also batted well uh, yeah. last time uh, i remember ben duckett being in the english squad and uh, he was a walking wicket so dom simply deserves some credit for the way he batted on day 1 and uh, then consequently how uh, ben stokes attacked nadeem on day 2 he didn't allow him to settle so that helped and like i said india also helped themselves because, uh, help england because the way nadeem and sundar bowled uh, it sort of gave released all the pressure that was created by the first three bowlers nadeem was clearly struggling uh, to get his line uh, and length right i thought that uh, he was able to put in three or four balls and sort of you know uh, get a line but whenever he tried to force the issue he was not patient enough 
whenever he tried to force the issue he ended up bowling quicker which resulted in him bowling short and him getting cut so that didn't help him uh, sundar i think you know he tried to copy ravichandran ashwin when he's a different spinner he is not someone who can deceive the batsman in the air he is more of a bowler who uh, relies on bounce and you know when he was coming around the wicket he was he was only trying to you know put the ball there and not even you know thinking much so i thought he could have been better suited had he come over the wicket and you know bowled with a silly point and a short leg instead of a short leg and a, a, a leg slip uh, that sort of could have probably even taken out the sweep from joe roots because the way he was bowling uh pitching the ball outside off stump and you know it, it going away from the stumps joe root sort of knew that you know he is not going to get out bold while attempting the sweep and you know when he was pitching it outside the leg stump there was no chance of him getting an lbw either so he sort of didn't help himself and uh, you know when when you are bowling to joe root and you're not making a lot of uh, variations in terms of pace and just putting the ball out there uh, you will get uh, uh, swept because you know uh, one thing i i want to talk about joe root is that people keep talking uh, about intent pujara lacking pujara lacking intent in test matches but joe root uh, in his first innings was some uh, 11 runs out of 65 balls okay and yeah. uh, so had pujara been in similar situation people would have crucified him yeah. so intent is not always to score runs it is always it is also to stay there and he was intent on staying on the crease because he knew that against a nadeem and a sundar he will get opportunities to dominate which he got and you know we we saw how he made up for it so uh, these are the little things that that you know sort of didn't go india's way uh, india of course missed ravindra jadeja had jadeja been there you know uh, maybe root wouldn't have scored so many runs because he wouldn't have if not so many runs that uh, then they wouldn't have been able to score as quickly as they did the run yeah. rate in the first it was around 3 it could have been around 2.5 and i think uh, the run rate uh, being around 3 uh, also you know sort of gives gives uh, gives a uh, indicate indication of the field settings that were there where yeah. i think actually virat kohli deserves some credit he had inside out fields and he always had a square leg for joe root because he knew that he's going to be intent on sweeping everything so that was there also if you notice most of the fours that uh, joe root got uh, through the sweep were through a slog sweep which was through cow corner and not exactly or mid wicket not exactly through square leg so uh, even though i i felt that india had plans for joe root it's just that the execution fell off whenever sundar or nadeem yeah. came on to bowl because ishan sharma actually created a few chances it's just that joe root was he did he good. did so yeah i mean uh, this this test match also showed why uh, you know having a good and a complete bowling attack is important if you don't have a good fourth or fifth bowler you're going to struggle It was similar to how you know Australia uh, was unable to bowl out India yeah. in Australia because Lyon was being played well, uh, Stark was also releasing some sort of a pressure, and Cameron yeah. Green didn't take any wicket in four Test matches. So that is why you know it's very very important to not only have a good fourth bowler but even a fifth bowler is very important. Which we and you know with Sundar not bowling at all in the second innings, we could see how much uh, you know Virat was struggling to control the run uh, run flow. Yeah. Which, which eventually played into England hands. Yeah, you again mentioned Joe Root there, and of course, India's plans were not quite up to the mark. And we will talk about that later about how India could have been better. But uh, thoughts on Joe Root? Now, uh, the skipper 
he is coming to India. He's on the back of a brilliant series in Sri Lanka. There were still doubts over him whether it could have been better. And it, it, Sri Lanka's bowling attack is not as good as India. And though the conditions will be similar, the attack won't be. Their opponents will be of a high quality. But come the f- first test in Chennai, Joe Root was just phenomenal. He batted and batted and batted and just batted India out of the game even in the first two days. So, can you say that the Joe Root factor was just the difference between the two sides in this test match? He was a big... He, uh, he had a vital role to play, but I wouldn't say he was the, uh, he was the only difference. Uh, okay. Because, uh, you know... Uh, you have to give credit to Anderson as well, the way he bowled on uh, yeah. fifth day morning. Uh, because, you know, when Shubman Gill and Virat Kohli were batting, it didn't look that much would happen, but it took Anderson's one spell to just break yeah. into India's lineup. So, like I said, although Groot played brilliantly, but, uh, you know, uh, I have seen better uh, better innings by foreign batsmen in India. Yeah. Because uh, I've had a lot more bounce, a lot more yeah. spin, and they've come in difficult conditions. So, it was a good innings, but I wouldn't say that it was the real differentiator. If anything, if you want, if, if if anything, I think the real differentiator in this innings was India's batting in the first innings. India could have batted much much better. I yeah, think that was the real differentiator. Yeah, and we will talk about that here. And India's batting in the first innings you mentioned. There weren't quite in the second innings. If you look for India, there were a lot of unplayable deliveries. The pitch was playing its tricks, and Anderson, of course, he brought in those two deliveries, which I don't think many would have an answer to. 99 out of the 100 times, the batsman will get dismissed, and that's what happened. But in the first innings, there was a slight sense where you thought that the, are the Indian batsmen throwing their wickets away, and someone like Shubman Gill, who was just well set, and it was a sublime 29 run knock in that first inning. So, India in that first inning, it was of course one of performance given the nature of the track and given that England weren't quite a very lethal, very lethal in that first inning. But how could have they been better is what I would ask you. Uh, so, like I said, none of the six wickets I, fe- I thought fell to wicket-taking deliveries. You start yeah. from Rohit Sharma. Rohit Sharma uh, did considerably better in Australia where he left all such deliveries, you know, which were closer yeah. to off-stump. Coming to Shubman Gill, uh, see, uh, although it, it, was not a wick- it was not a ball that should have deserved a wicket, but, you know, with someone like Gill, uh, you know, who's so young, you sort of need- have to give some sort of a leeway. Uh, I yeah. think he was uh, the ball stopped a little bit and he checked his shot and then it, it was taken brilliantly by Anderson. Happens. Uh, as far as Virat's concerned, I I don't I and I tweeted that as well. I don't think that Virat uh, actually played Dom as well. Uh, he could have you know uh, either went further back to uh, and played the shot after the ball had spun or could yeah. have been further forward and you know uh, smothered the spin. Uh, in that whole spell, he was sort of. Not not exactly uncomfortable, but he wasn't there. He there, he he sort of beaten a little bit in the flight when the ball just fell short of a mid-wicket fielder. So I don't think he was uh, getting fully forward enough, and he paid the price for it when he got uh, got out uh, to Dombes at uh, quarter short leg. Then Rahane uh, again not a wicket-taking delivery. Uh, Pujara an unfortunate wicket uh, with Pant. Uh, I I don't think again you can blame uh, you can sort yeah, of fine. put anything on something because. That that was his method. He wanted to hit the spinners out of the attack, which he did yeah. very well. Jack Leach, because and if he, because if he had allowed Jack Leach to bowl, 
uh, you know then he would have consistently bowled in that rough and taken a few wickets what what pant did to uh, jack leach was very similar to what stokes did to nadim on second day morning yeah he sort of was only only the shots were different because stoke also slog swept him he reverse swept him as far as uh, you know getting out to dombes is concerned i still think that the shot was on uh, probably he was tired because he had kept for 180 overs then he had to come out to bat again uh, very soon on the third day so uh, maybe he got tired uh, hopefully he'll get better because we've seen uh, you know after getting out to lion in sydney you know uh, to a wide one he, he resisted the same temptation again uh, on fifth day gaba Uh, because lion kept throwing him the bait outside the off stump and he kept leaving it so of course he's he's going to improve but uh, you know you expect better from uh, the likes of uh, rahane and kohli kohli sort yeah. of made up for it in the second innings but i think it was a little too late by that yeah. time and uh, as far as you know uh, jimmy anderson taking out uh, shubman gill and rahane is concerned again with shubman gill i think it was it was a brilliant piece of bowling because you know generally when you when you are reverse swinging you sort of set it up by taking one or two deliveries out, uh, outside the uh, you know out of the batsman's reach you, you sort of take it uh, out uh, you know they pitch in the pitch into the stumps and then leave you but in this case the ball both the balls came straight into the stumps and i don't think uh, shubman was prepared for it as far as rahane is concerned uh the first delivery he was he survived then yeah. you know you sort of get better from somebody like him who's been so experienced that he will be up to the task so uh, somebody very rightly mentioned you know on twitter that it was not as if it was express space at which the ball came it was 130s and if you can't negotiate reverse swing at uh, the speed of 130 uh, you know questions need to be asked although you know uh, i i still think that this test match uh, you know while com- thinking of rahane shouldn't be taken in isolation what we need to look at is you know how he has gone about in, in the last 10 innings and if you see the last 10 innings you know he has had only 150 plus 150. scores yeah. uh, pujara has had 450 plus scores uh, pant has had 3 gil has had 3 washington has had 2 virat has had 2 uh, only rohit and rahane have had one and uh, yeah. so that so was the which is a cause yeah. of worry that was something which i'll ask but we did mention rishab pant and you did mention his method but what you mentioned was the dismissal but what we will talk about now is the 91 runs that he made coming into bat at 73 for 4 we were perhaps staring at a 150 to 200 score when he came out to bat as there was in lots of things were happening and there was a sort of panic but when he joined pujara at the crease and in that very session itself at tea uh, between lunch and between tea on that day it was like a story of two halves and w- what would you say on rishabh pant's batting because that was perhaps batting of the highest quality you can say and this is what sometimes you can uh, accept from someone like rishabh pant and he has been doing this for quite a while now so what can you say on his batting on his 91 run knock which deserves a lot of attention it was, it was not only a batting of highest quality it was also a batting of the highest amount of belief that you have in your skills yeah. because you know uh, someone like him who has had who has faced so much so much criticism for batting carelessly which i don't think makes any sense because if you compare the control percentages of both pujara and pant for for the first innings it was the same 94 even in sydney uh, Pant had a greater control percentage than Pujara. Pujara batted yes. with a control percentage of 84. Pant batted with a control percentage of 86. So how we define 
you know uh, carelessness and risk taking is very different and it's extremely subjective i think uh, what w- what 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 constitutes more risk for a punt is to you know sort of uh, sort of defend the delivery you know which is leaving him than you know going after it for a drive so that that is how different bat- batsmen function so yeah. i uh, first i don't think he's careless okay uh, i think he, he he calculates his chances well and like he spoke before that if the ball is like he spoke that if the ball is in area it will ha- it has to go out so yeah. i don't mind i don't mind that because you know uh, that also sort of plays at the back of the bowler's mind because bowlers are also you know much more likely to make a mistake when they know that they are going to pay for it if they know that the batsman is not looking to hit them and is more likely to defend them they are also under far less pressure yeah. Yeah. able to get their plans right this is something that used to happen with the sehwag as well just the field yeah. used to used to ensure that there were mistakes happening from the bowlers end so that is there uh, so like i said it's it, it was not only the batting of the highest quality it was the batting of the highest immense belief because had he gotten out you know playing a uh, playing an aerial shot at that point of time Uh, you can imagine the meltdown that would have happened on social media and, and even and after he got out the, you know the commentator on air just mentioned that that is a risk too many but after five sixes and then if you go for another one that i don't consider that it should be termed in that bracket and now we will we have talked a lot about india and england but just a thought of on someone who has been a legend of indian cricket over the past decade and more someone who just beat 300 test which is only the third pacer in indian cricket he from someone who made his mark a quite a, a, he always had that potential and ek all dalega to being inconsistent and being someone who is a lanky pacer who doesn't have that much enough of control and to a person or a bowler who has perhaps been a spearhead of india's bowling attack especially over the last 5 years when virat kohli has taken uh, over the captaincy your thoughts on ishan sharma and what has been a magnificent career so far see uh, you know uh, if you ask ishan sharma uh, you know if he like is he is he satisfied and is he happy that he has only 300 wickets from 98 test matches i don't think he will say yes because he yeah. all, he will be the first to admit that he could have bo- he could have been much better in his earlier stages of his career okay, yeah. but having said all of that I, i i don't ever think that he lacked control i think what he lacked was not was was the ability to not bowl fuller than what he could have and once he started doing that we could see the results also numbers sometimes don't do justice to someone like ishan sharma because once zahir khan had retired in 2013 or 2014 when when he played actually you know if you ask me the last two test series that zahir khan played the one in 2014 in new zealand then in 2012 in australia he wasn't at his best he was bowling at 120s one or you know low 130s so he wasn't his at his lethal best anyway so once zahir retired and uh, shami and umesh you know came into the bowling attack who were still relatively new uh, it, it Ishan Sharma was carrying the load of the bowling attack because yeah. both Shami and Umesh were erratic. Umesh is still erratic, you know, overseas. So Ishan had to do a lot of heavy lifting, and he could—he was the only one who could sort of, you know, give Dhoni any sort of control. Yeah. You know. So and and if you think, if you if you look back at it, if you look at uh, you know the overseas wins that have come under Dhoni, you will find that Ishan Sharma always played a crucial part in it. You look back at Lords 2014. Uh, you look back at Durban 2010. you uh, look at the sri lanka series in 2009 ishan sharma was always there and then when you you know look at 2015 when virat took up the captaincy mantle full time ishan sharma delivered a very crucial performance in the third test 
you know in sri lanka then you you talk of uh, winning the test uh, test match in uh, uh, in england he, he did very well so you know ishan sharma has been one important cog and you know he sort of completes the bowling lineup uh, if you if you look at umesh and you know shami's numbers as well with ishan when they played with ishan you will see that their numbers have also improved i don't have the yeah. exact data but this is my feeling because you know every bowler takes get gets benefited from the uh, from the discipline that ishant has had yeah. it's similar to how ashwin has enjoyed bowling with ravindra jadeja because ravindra jadeja doesn't give anything away it's it's yeah. it's it's been in so the last the pressure that, from the other end exactly so it's been in the last 3 years that jadeja has started to convert those that pressure into wickets yeah. but yeah. you no know, uh, so that is that is what ishant sharma has been for this bowling lineup he has uh, yes, been a, a very yes, lethal yeah Yes, he could be better, and he could have done better. But I still feel that he still has around three, three, three years left in him, and could still yeah. play twenty, twenty-five Test matches for India easily. He, he can. He definitely can. He has been that sort of a pacer. Uh, your final question. Your thoughts. Can India come back in the second Test in Chennai, and will India equalize and sustain the hopes of a World Test Championship final place? I. I Still think that India can. Uh, I won't yeah. be surprised if India still turn it around and make it three-one, uh, because you know this Indian team has found itself in more difficult situations and bounced back. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget how uh, uh, the 2017 series against Australia went: one-zero down, then uh, you know one eighty-seven uh, all uh, all out for under two hundred in Bangalore, and then conceding a lead of some eighty or ninety or to Australia, and then winning the Test match. Yeah. So this Indian team can do it. I still think this one test is an aberration. Uh, a lot of a lot of small things went wrong for them, and they didn't have the luck luck on their side. So they can still they can still bounce back and make it three one. I won't be surprised. Uh, what would be interesting to know is, is what is the team for the next two tests? If if Jadeja comes back or you know Shami and Umesh comes back, uh, they make the bowling attack even more lethal. Or Shami yeah. is very important considering the third test match, the pink ball test. Match. And Umesh becomes Umesh. We already know uh, how good he has been in India. So that helps. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'd like to see is somewhere if if India do play a third pacer in Siraj and take out one spinner because I think uh, if you want to counter Joe Root, uh, that could be one of the uh, one of the few ways because yeah, you have to bowl stump to stump. You have to yeah. bowl stump to stump him and not give him room. So yeah. maybe that could help. It would depend that, how how India go about it. Yeah. that could help it was fascinating and extremely good talking to you on this first test gurkeerat thanks for joining us and do stay tuned to parimash news for all the sports updates thanks a lot bye bye thank you sarthak was great chatting with you